0: Good afternoon and welcome to the February 8th edition of Partner First, uh, where we will be going over what we do every time at Partner First. We cover subject matter experts, vendors of note, thought leaders in the space. Today is absolutely no different. Today we're going to be talking about communicating cybersecurity programs that generate demand. Uh, It's... uh, Cybersecurity is at the top of almost, if it's not ChatGPT, it's cybersecurity and insurance. So like those are the top three conversation items for the last several months. Uh, cybersecurity probably takes it for the last several years. Uh, and we're finally going to get some answers with some subject matter experts. I want to invite you just reminding you as housekeeping, this is streamed live on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, the recordings are available immediately after and all same of the places. Uh, this is not death by PowerPoint. This is a collaborative cooperative chat. So use the chat, talk to us, uh, whether you're on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, YouTube chat with us, we'll chat right back and answer some of the questions live, uh, and with that, uh please help me welcoming mr. jimmy Hatzel, v p of Revenue for Quick Pass. What's up, brother? How you doing? Not much, Ray. How are you? It's another beautiful day. I can't complain. Uh, a little bit of chaos here at the office, so I apologize for coming in a little late in the green room uh, but no, good. Good. Uh, you know every it, day is a good it, day, right.
1: Yeah, it's funny, you know that the we're on here ready to go, but the reality of it is the two of us have been trying to schedule a meeting with each other for like the past month and a half, and keep you know pushing on. <laughs> like I got, you know, keep missing it, flight changes, yeah. all this, and then here we are, you know, uh, one minute uh, before the webinar, getting ready to go.
0: <laughs> That's what happens before. Uh, Which call That's what happens when like you have two people that are nonstop, crazy busy, uh, and you're kind of out everywhere i know you recently took a a, a brief time off because you need to right because like it's just nonstop. stop yeah. um but tell us, like how <laughs> long have you been at quick pass now because uh
1: yeah i've been at quick pass for a year a little over a year now it feels like 10
0: um yeah, when i started flies, right? come again time flies man yeah. Oh, yeah
1: big time i mean when i started like we did a partner first webinar about a year ago now um yeah there was like we had like 10 12 people at the time you know now we're we're solid like 50 people uh totally different company um i nice. was you know the the one-man team over there and now we have you know we have some awesome people join uh, jared who helped organize this and you know cynthia schreiner scott davis people who sh- see out the shows and even uh kelsey uh i don't even i don't i don't know if she yeah. was here the last time we did this so it's we're we're rocking yeah, it rolling. Uh, uh,
0: I saw Kelsey for the first time as quick pass at seven figure, I want to say last year. So yeah. And some of my favorite people, Cynthia Schreiner will be on our, she's our Valentine's girl for tech bar. Uh, She'll be on with us next Thursday. So.
1: that's good you better you better buy her some chocolates or something man definitely
0: Oh, we we, we got some You're stuff right. we're, we're taking care of her man we know we we're all about romance and you know taking care of people here at uh at mmn so absolutely she'll be taken care of she's uh this will be her what is it simon her third round as uh yeah third round as a uh, tech bar valentine but that's the fun stuff let's get into the business and revenue generating stuff that's the important stuff right like forget everything else it's it's the money I want the money yeah. so, <laughs> so what is this we're doing here man what is uh you want me to bring up your screen share or how do you yeah, want to... yeah,
1: yeah i'll bring up i'll bring up the uh screen share um I think like and and, and just you know i i'm I'm on one screen so if, uh, this is all I can see right now um <laughs>
0: uh, we're, we're making faces at you man don't worry about it
1: okay 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 um I'm sure simon and and Matthew or, you know, back there, send me instructions that I'm actually, actually sharing like my personal photos or something like that.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll let you know if we see passwords or anything.
1: Okay. Okay. Good. Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, I, 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 my job is VP of revenue. What that means, it's, it's a fancy way of saying sales and marketing, I guess. Um, So I, I live and die in, in sales and marketing. um, And I work with MSPs every day on helping them, you know, sell cybersecurity. Um, I did that in my last role. I do that in this role. Um, and I think a lot of people miss on a lot of different things. I think you're really good at these things though. So I'm, I'm super excited that we're on this together. Um, Same, dude. Yeah. So basically I, I just want to I, I take everyone through the funnel. Um, You know, you have demand gen and then demand capture and selling and closing. And this, this funnel might look different for different people. You know, you might have like, it's a lead and then it's a, you know, qualifying and a proposal and then whatever. Um, I'm just breaking it up into these four stages to, you know, uh, because it's easier and it's easier to bucket things. Um, But I think that there is uh, a, like, I think people skip this demand gen part and um, I was talking to um, a lot of people about this. Uh, Even, even before this, you know, I was talking with Matthew Fox about it. Like, people, all they want is like a list of names or like, you know, someone to call or someone like they just want the lead, right? Which is really like the second part of it. Like you need to be out there um, generating demand or having people sort of know who you are before like they reach out to you or you get their contact information or whatever it is. Without this, you know, top piece of it and top piece of the funnel, um, as an MSP, you're going to end up with uh, uh, expensive PPC a budget that you know isn't converting, uh a list of 10, 20,000 businesses in your area that you have to call and maybe you sign up, uh five of them if you're good at it. Um or just you know like uh uh spam form fills on your website that you're calling and like it's you know
0: fu at F gmail dot R U. Let me ask you a quick so let's uh I had a good friend that tells me uh in academic papers Never just dis- never talk about the thing until you explain the thing. So, if you don't mind, I know you and I are old hats at this. And let's be honest, probably the people watching already know this. But for the sake of the people that haven't that aren't aware, when we're talking cybersecurity, what are we referring to here?
1: We are referring to all of the, the process of protecting people's information and data that's cybersecurity. So, um, that. It means all your cybersecurity products. It means all of your um, your professional services related to cybersecurity. I mean, I think if you're an MSP now, like, the days of being IT only and not touching cybersecurity are just gone. Like, it's not really a thing anymore. So everyone has to do cybersecurity. Um, in, in this presentation, I'm going to uh, sort of get to uh, or, you know, Spoiler alert, right? Like you need to be cybersecurity first. You need to be really good at positioning yourself as a cybersecurity thought leader um, and um, productizing your services in a way that, you know, they make sense in the, in the context of cybersecurity. So,
0: okay. okay. So we're, we're not in the days anymore of like the MSP can say, I don't need to worry about security. That's somebody else's job. No, like, <laughs> I, I'd love to do that. Like, you know, I, I was, I used to be an MSP as many as you know. And like, people ask me today, like, if you were going to start an MSP today, what would you do? And I'd be like, I'd find something else to do. There's so much liability today. It is so much work. I'm mean, My hat, my hat's off. I was wearing a hat. It's off to the MSPs that, that have to deal with this on a regular basis. Um, You know, so, okay. So now that we know what cybersecurity is, we're talking about how to make some money. It all starts with the demand gen. It all starts with getting that word out, getting them to like get all psyched up and excited about whatever we're selling. Right. Is that, is that that top of the funnel?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, make a, uh, a mistake here. They mistake demand gen um, for lead gen, right? Like lead gen is the, the sort of funnel that everyone's been running for a long time. Um, the thought leaders in this space if you're you know you're out on YouTube listening or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever uh, you want to look up refine labs um, and Chris Walker and they are sort of like the b2b thought leaders on demand gen versus lead gen and sort of the new way of selling where it's less focused on let me get a bunch of um, names right like leads right people who download my ebook or people who take my form or whatever and then call them as much as possible where demand demand gen is about uh creating like it's about creating demand creating good quality content and being less concerned about how many people filled the form and how many people you have in your crm and seo and ppc and all of that um in in focusing on making really good content and being a really good thought leader. And I, I'm gonna break down in the context of an MSP how you can do that and sort of talk uh to you about that as well. I think okay. like lead gen in its uh historical sense of how people think about it, uh, is really that next stage, which is demand capture, like actually getting someone's information, initiating the conversation. So um, I, I think most people who talk about demand gen are actually talking about lead gen and there there is like um, a big difference between the two on how you go about things. Like if like you have your MSP website, maybe you have a bunch of guides on there or blogs or information or videos. Like in the old lead gen model, everyone would tell you to go and gate them and require someone to submit their email or whatever to to view it. But from a demand gen point of view, you would just give away as much as possible and then you know you have a calendar link or whatever on your website and make it super easy if someone's ready to reach out and have a conversation.
0: So you're saying we're not completely crazy by not requiring registration to watch these webinars, right? Is no, that- I'm saying
1: you are you are one hundred percent on it. This is like it, like the the um someone signing up for your webinar about, you know, uh creating cybersecurity uh, programs that generate demand isn't an indicator that like, hey, they they're ready right? to talk to my sales team. Right.
0: <laughs> I'd like to think it was, but yeah, no. So, but that's interesting because I, I had, I, I honestly never looked at the differences between lead gen and demand gen. So I absolutely would have fallen into that. Um, so it's cool. Okay, I learned something new today. I'm, I'm done. Have a, have a great day, everybody. It's. <laughs> All right. So we, we know demand gen. So what's next?
1: So like, how do you do it as an MSP? And I, I took my friend Ross here and I kind of threw him up here. Cause I think he's really, really good at it. Um, we're on, you know, streaming on YouTube right, right now. So um, you know, I'm taking video and social media as the first uh, two, like, like you are trying to position yourself as the thought leader for cybersecurity for your customers. Um, that means everything, cybersecurity, it's not, you know, MFA and, and, you know, like, like there's a, there's a, there's a tendency to just be like, um, Hey, here, you know, best practice MFA and, um, you know, strong passwords. And that's all we talk about, like your customers, they, they want to, they, 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 don't really differentiate between like, Oh, you're my, you know, you're my thought leader for cybersecurity related to my business only. Right. If if you are an MSP and you're selling us managed cybersecurity and managed technology, like they're you're the person like through conversations, they're going to be like, hey, like, is my home Wi-Fi network secure? And maybe that's not in scope. Maybe that's not what you do. Uh, for your business and that's not what you're selling. But if you want to position yourself as a thought leader and make valuable content that your potential customers in your area or wherever, whoever you're targeting want to consume, like you got to talk about that stuff. So (laughs) social media is another thing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Ray, you were always, you know, on video, even in your MSP days and and OIT, like you guys know how to do this. So I commend you for that. But it's it's a huge opportunity. And I just think most people are not doing it. So the barrier to entry is pretty low, uh, especially around cybersecurity, especially in managed services, like, look at your vendor. the MSPs are using almost all of them are creating video or maybe a lot of them, at least, you know, quick pass and OIT are, but when you look at your peers and people in your peer group, like there's going to be like a lot less people doing it. Um, and, you know, like, smaller businesses generally uh msp owners tend to be introverted um tend to be very technical so maybe they're not as comfortable putting themselves out there maybe i'm generalizing there and i shouldn't do that but
0: but... look not everybody you and i are on camera 24 7 almost (laughs) i mean it's almost like an episode of big brother but like no you're right i mean there's a lot of people when we go to like record promos or record uh, other partner first like they, they get very Nervous, I guess. Like you know, it's one thing you ask them to talk in person. And you and I know because we go to events, we go talk to people, networking, and they these MSPs will tell you left they will wax poetic about what they do because they genuinely have passion for it. But then you say get on stage and talk to fifty people, you know, fifty attorneys about this, and it's like deer in headlights. um it, it, And you know, honestly, I will, I want to put it out there. I, I'm not going to speak for Jimmy. I'll speak for myself. I still get nervous before getting on these things like i've done thousands and i still get nervous it's just you suck it up and keep going you know
1: i mean i do too I, like if we get on stage i always get shortness of breath and i take a bunch of deep breaths before, <laughs> before i go on stage every time um, and, We We will
0: have our little tricks maybe that's something we'll cover another day talking about our little tricks of like how we psych ourselves up to get you know go talk on stage
1: i i love that Simon, get it scheduled.
0: <laughs>
1: Jared, work. On, yeah, let's get going. Um, I think social media too. You know, for me, a big one is is LinkedIn. Um, a lot of MSPs are on LinkedIn, and that's you know who I'm working with. But I think a lot of just customers in general are. And um, you know, it's it's a little cliche, but, uh, at this point, but even just posting anything on LinkedIn, like most people aren't doing that. So if all of a sudden you're, you know, you you take once a week and, um, you know, now, now, um, you can actually schedule posts right in LinkedIn. So you take once a week and you schedule out, you know, five posts or seven posts for the week. It's, it's pretty simple and pretty easy. And, and just, just try to get started. Like, I think you're going to have, um, an edge there just from that. Uh, Similar to that, like, you know, you've gotten the same advice everywhere. Make sure your Google my business profile set up properly. Make sure you have pictures, reviews. Uh, Maybe that if you're working in a small town, uh, there's a town Facebook group where people are asking questions. You know, you can go and respond and say, hey, you know, I work, you know, I own the local IT um, company and, you know, we work with businesses, but here's how you do X, Y, Z. Finding... Like, like the, exactly what you do is 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 less important, and you, you'll figure that out as you go. But just embracing it and getting started and and getting going is is the important thing. There
0: is there a certain platform you find is easier for you as a creator to do stuff on, or does it even matter?
1: I mean, I like I have the biggest following on LinkedIn. I I like it because it's professional, and I like you know. Um, uh, I, it's like you know, from a business standpoint, one LinkedIn follower is probably worth like you know twenty TikTok and ten Instagram. I don't know. Um, I think YouTube's a good one too. Um, I know you guys are really, really, really good at that, um, which is which is great. Um, like, I, I, I it, you'll find sort of where you, you fit in well. The the key thing is just getting started, like maybe it's Instagram. Like maybe, you know, I know some MSPs um, who are posting Instagram reels and they're generating business from it. You know, Mary, Mary Hamlin at um, mad data. Like she was, she, she was uh, that that's how she's, you know, getting word out there. And she's just saying like basic stuff about cybersecurity and just putting content out there. I mean, the reality of it is like, if you are an MSP sub 5 million, right. Or sub 2 million, maybe you, um, your customer base is your network right it 's your friends it's your um, family and it 's their friends and their family and it's their um, you know the people you worked with at old companies and stuff like you 're pretty um not that far removed from your customers so any social media network that you 're connected with these people, even if you make a separate business profile like you 're going to reach them. Um, And these are your current customers and these are your prospective customers. And I think people are generally supportive too. Like people like entrepreneurs and people like to see small businesses succeed. So, you know, putting yourself out there on social media, whether that's LinkedIn, Instagram, hell, even even TikTok or um, YouTube, whatever it is, like you'd be surprised that people are very quick to support you and you know, reshare it or send it to a friend or whatever. Um, so I, I, I guess, words of encouragement there. Like, go out and do it. Just try it. What's the worst? Yeah,
0: thing? I mean, it's 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 one of those things where, you know, you get comfortable on something, you keep doing it. But I, I agree with you 100. Your your local network of peers, and it doesn't have to be local physically. Local, just the people you engage with regularly are going to be the people to share, to engage with you. Maybe refer somebody else. The whole idea is to get them have you top of mind when somebody asks for a referral or somebody thinks about a certain topic, right? Like they want to think, you want them thinking of you for that solution.
1: Yeah. And and this goes into like the next two things, like, uh, cha- like chamber of commerce or similar things, right? Like your local Rotary, your local small business association, your local, whatever it is, anywhere where you can get out there and interact with um, people like that is a place where just, just give, and you will receive and you don't have to go in and try to get business cards and convert everyone like switch the mindset to this demand gen mindset versus lead gen mindset in in like digital but also in real life like if you go out there into your community as you know a cybersecurity and it professional and you just start to give you will receive and i mean like you know, volunteer at uh, the local event, whatever it is. Like, there's probably something help with IT resources for these things. Um, give where you can, like that. That that also like has to. That's community demand and chamber of commerce are are both those things. And you, what the reason you see genuine um, people who like to do good succeeding so much is because of that. You know. Go giver attitude, right? They, they talk about that in peer books and in peer groups, and that's a you know very
0: popular. Actually, Go Giver is a great book. <laughs> that's yeah, that's exactly, a exactly, a great right, book, yeah.
1: right? <laughs> like,
0: but like, you know, and that, that that brings up a good point. You, you're one of the things I, I mean, I do a lot of. I'm not. I don't want to. It sounds egotistical. I do a lot of philanthropic stuff, so like um, advisory councils on co- high schools and colleges, and you know, uh, helping with it, uh, you know, educational programs when it comes to technology and whatever. Um, but that's all. I mean, I do it because I genuinely enjoy doing it. But it also has a side effect of you're the go to person, you know, from now this giant circle of people, and everybody either works at a business or maybe owns a business, and these are the people you want to be in front of if you're an MSP, right? You, you want to be in front of your audience. Um, so all these things help.
1: Yeah. And, and I think going, you know, with that, like I have a referral program in there. Like you can't be scared to ask for help and ask for referrals for your business because people gen- generally want to help you and they want you to succeed especially if you are a smaller MSP, you know, you work with their business, you say, Hey, you know, Ray, we've been working together for a while. Um, I'm putting, I have this, you know, referral program where, you know, I actually, um, will pay you or give you this discount on your bill, or it doesn't even have to be anything. Like y- you can just ask for it. Honestly, uh, I think it's a little, you know, it, it, you'll probably get a little more if you <laughs> if you pay something or give away like a nice, Jacket or or something nice like that, but but if like it's the network effect of things, and and you know social media generates referral and community demand generates referrals, like you're more likely to get new customers from your current customers recommending you than you are for dumping a bunch of money into um, ads and you know those types of things. And and it's funny, like like I have these conversations with MSPs all the time, and I'm like, where where are you getting all your leads from? Where, where are you getting new customers from? And they go, oh, well, uh, 98% of our business is referrals. It's like, okay, that's great. It's amazing. Um, you've had great growth over the past. You know, you add a couple of clients. Uh, you were up to one client a month last year. That's amazing. Um, okay. So what are you doing for your marketing plan this year? And they're like, oh yeah. So we are, um, we hired this SEO company uh and then we hired you know we're spending all this money on Google ads and then we bought a list here and it's like okay <laughs> you just told me a second ago that all of your business comes from referral but then you're trying to sign up new instead of trying to amplify that with things like you know send, social media referral programs doubling down on your audience um you know interacting with the people you already know you're going and trying to you know <laughs> drum up new leads on google and pay-per-click and ads and all that like i think the mindset is just like you can scale referrals um and referral-based business through social media and doing good in your community
0: and it's cheaper right the 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 cost of acquisition is so much cheaper when it's coming from you know think of the difference between i saw a you know, a lead gen or a lead magnet on a website and they wanted me to download something and whatever. And I, and like you said, that doesn't just because they downloaded, it, it just doesn't mean they're interested and your costs for that versus somebody telling, Hey, look, I know you need the service. My buddy, Jimmy's really good at this. Why don't you talk to him now? The whole building a rapport part, getting past the gatekeeper part, like that's gold. That is so much better than any. I mean, I'm not saying don't do ad campaigns if you don't, if you know how to do them or you have a partner, I'm not saying don't do them. I'm saying, squeeze the lemon first, squeeze your network first.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, that gets to the next stage. Like, uh, and we talked about this a little bit, but like your, 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 your company is you, your brand for most MSPs, especially, uh, smaller MSPs. Like they're doing business with Ray, right? Ray's their it person. Ray owns the company. Um, that's, that's who I trust and that's why I'm going with, with this business. And that's just the reality of it in most cases, especially if you have, you know, less than 10, 15 employees in your company.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, you know, you need to be a thought leader, you need to be a trusted advisor, you need to establish, uh, credibility, all these things. Uh, so like think of it very in, in simplest terms, and, and this is like a positioning exercise when you're potential customer or anyone you know thinks of cybersecurity, you want them to think of you. <laughs> right. So that's why I bring up the, 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 the router issue. Right. Or like, uh, yeah. you know, kids on, on like, like if, if you, your kids are doing uh whatever on some, they're on TikTok and you think China might be spying or something like, like if, I, if, if Ray is trying to sell them uh, managed services, um, I want that person thinking, you know, Man, you know, I, I wonder what Ray thinks about all this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him next time I see him on, on, on cybersecurity yeah. of iPhones and, and TikTok. Even though that has nothing to do with, you know, the services that you'd be selling in, in your MSP, like zero, like you're not, you're not selling home. Services yeah, but you want or, them coming
0: to you for advice. You want them coming to you because they trust you. Even if it's coming to you because you have, you're the going back to the, the go giver. You're, you know, even if you're the one that connects them with the other party. That is that subject matter expert. You're still increasing your own credibility because you're showing the the person you're the resource, you're the go to person.
1: Exactly, and and I think like a lot of MSPs will hesitate here, want to hire a marketing person or um, not get out there and and be the face of their company. Um, you know, it can feel weird. It can feel like egotistical or, you know, you can have a lot of uh, anxiety around it, but I, I just highly encourage people because you, your brand is your reputation. Your company brand is your reputation. Um, Like it's going to make a difference. So you yourself getting out there versus somebody else in your company. If you're the business owner, like that's it. Got to be doing that.
0: (laughs) What, um, do you, so do you have any tips for like As far as like the amount of length, the time they should be doing something when they're creating content should it be like, you know, fourteen hundred word white paper or you know, quick blog post, some thought leadership, a quick video? Like, what's the format you think works best? Yeah, I mean, you're getting started.
1: I think just getting stuff out there. I think video is pretty easy. Like, take an iPhone and just you know, it doesn't have to be super polished. You can just point and shoot uh, an iPhone and like. Um, get started with that, Um, just write about what you know about. So I tell people with this, right? Take four topics that, you know, Um, uh, home security, personal security, right? And then um, business security, uh, future of security trends, and then something personal, right? So three business ones and then uh, uh, something personal like um, um, movies, right? That is your guide. So, so you have four areas of topics. So, the first one's personal security, right? Um, home network updating your router, right? There's there's one piece of content you can create a video, or you can create, write a post about it. Um, uh, updating your iPhone to the uh, latest version and the importance of having your software up to date, right? There's there's a second one, uh, and you can sort of go down the list for that. Okay, business, right? MFA, uh, how to set it up, why it's important um, having a strong password, right? These are the two that, that I was joking about before. Cause everyone just goes right to these two things. Um, yeah. and then, you know, keep going. And then even like, you got to humanize yourself too. So, if, uh, movies, uh, or, or TV or film, whatever it is like, Oh my God. Uh, the last of us, uh, is amazing. Uh, I, I liked it because of Pedro Pascal and he's just like the coolest guy ever and blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, three bullet points under those four things is uh, 12 different topics that you can talk about and then you know make three for each topic right and then you, all of a sudden you have 36 posts right so there can be 36 I, I don't know videos. about you. I've,
0: I've been talking about nonstop about chat gpt lately and it's not like I'm not an ai expert I'm not an ml expert I'm definitely not a marketing copy or putting words together expert but you know we've been it's part of almost a daily conversation at this point um i, I literally just got that. off
1: a linkedin live with Juan fernandez talking about chat <laughs> <laughs> i
0: i say when we do the next one of these we just do it all from chat gpt responses we'll just use it like a yeah. teleprompter and we'll just see how it goes from there
1: Or <laughs> right, you have to read what i put in there like an impractical jokers type situation
0: mm-hmm. oh really oh no <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back and watch that. Actually, I'm seeing Juan next week at uh, or a couple weeks from now. I'll come to you, um, good guy. So I wanted to bring up um, which I want to bring up you dog fooding your own advice, right? You're not just saying, "Oh, there's some good ideas." You used to do these. <clears throat> I don't want to misname it, but it was like a Jimmy on the streets kind of videos. I used to midnight love those, marketing, right? midnight marketing. Up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the midnight marketing, just walking through the streets and uh. You know, covering it, um, and honestly, that that's how, that's when I first fell in love with your marketing style because, like, I saw those, and I'm like, this is freaking amazing. I love this. It's interesting, right? Um, what was the, I mean, not to get too far into it, but like, what was the uh, the process like? Like, how'd you come up with the idea? Did you determine like a schedule of how often to record? Like, what was your process for this?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, I I <laughs> thank you by the way, um, I wasn't getting enough steps in and I like to get more steps and it was like April or May and it was like a nice time of year. So I was just going for walks at night. And then I was like, Hey, what if I like recorded some video while I'm out here? Like that, that, that might be cool. So I just picked a topic uh, each day and, you know, talked about it while I was recording. And um, also I had bought a new camera around the time too. So I was messing around with that a little bit. Um mm-hmm and just putting it out there and, and, you know, seeing, seeing where, where it got me, but really just, I would pick one topic and then go out, talk about it, come back, cut it out, post it and try to do it as fast as possible. That's like, like, like now I, I have, you know, Descript and all this stuff and I can like turn out a video in like 20 minutes, like record, edit, post in 20 minutes um and it's it's um... it takes
0: a minute to get there it's not (laughs) yeah 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 yeah
1: Yeah.
0: finding your voice and finding the format you want to do but i i think the the major takeaway here for those people we're trying to convince to go become those subject matter experts go create some content is don't worry about perfect do something quickly get it out there you'll iterate over time right like you know you 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 brought this up yourself i mean like you said we, I think we're doing a decent job on YouTube, like creating content. But if you look at our content from four years ago, or even 12 months ago to today, all of our shows have like iterated over and over and over again. Um, and it's fantastic. Like, it's great. And it's fun to go back and look at the old stuff. But the point is, if I waited for perfect, we never would have gotten anything out.
1: Yeah. No, that's spot on. Just start doing. You're, you're ahead of 90% of people if you're actually doing something.
0: So how often were you recording? I know you were trying to get your steps in, but how often were you actually recording content? Uh, was there like a plan? I'm going to do this a couple times a week. What What was the plan?
1: It was a, a once a week thing. It was a once a week thing. Cause I think it was, it started at midnight marketing Mondays and then, you know, the triple M um, and it was a, it was a once a week thing for, for, for a little while there.
0: Yeah. I, I I say that cause I know the actual cadence doesn't matter and it's just a matter of going doing it. But, realizing our audience is very much, um, very much, you know, meat and potatoes. Like it's easier to visualize if you're giving them specifics. That's why I bring it up. Like even if it's once a week, just record something and plan an hour around editing, playing with it or whatever, or off Matt's going to hate, I'm I'm saying this or send it off to Fiverr. No, I get somebody else to edit it. If you really want to, um, I'm I'm just messing with Matt today, driving him nuts with Fiverr. Um, (laughs) Which we call it. <laughs> I saw that, Matt. Um, which we call. It. But the idea is just get something out there. All right. So you got this PowerPoint. I don't want to hold you back. Go ahead, man.
1: No, good. I mean, like we don't even have to follow. We can just chat too. <laughs> <laughs> there you um, go. But like, yeah, the next part of it is is uh, I, I think this is a big part of it, and it's it's about like aligning your services with cybersecurity. So we've been saying this for years. This isn't something new, right? Um like getting rid of line items, getting rid of a break fix as much as possible. Uh, But, but you want like, like, like whatever the name of your business is, having that plus cyber as like your core product is like, like do that. Right. Mm, Keep it as simple as possible. (laughs)
0: Like that's, that's the, that's like the, I mean, anybody that's done this knows the really, really, really hard part is figuring out the, what the right words to put in the description or to put in the title, that's going to catch their attention, right? Don't be clickbaity, but you definitely want to grab their attention. That's the hard part. Do you have any tips around that, around figuring out like what people are looking at or what's better topics than anything else?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, a really great book, um, (laughs) uh, that'll throw out there called positioning. Um, and there's another book, uh, by the same authors called, um, the 22 immutable laws of marketing. Uh, and they go through it all and there's actually a whole section on naming and naming products and everything. Um, but the idea of positioning is, um, where you sit in the prospect's mind. So someone sees a word, uh, what does, where does that actually like sit? Is it sit, you know, above other products and services? Does it sit below them? Like you have what's called a brand ladder. Um, but being as, uh, descriptive and like, like as, as matter of fact as possible is probably, um, the best way to go. So like, um, you, you say like, um, like, uh, managed, uh cybersecurity complete right or something like that like like a service like that like oh that's like a complete managed version of all of the cybersecurity that i'm going to need for my business like that's yeah, probably yeah yeah it's, it's like a good place to start once you start building um like a brand and really like people know it like you know keep talking about matthew fox here you know he used to work at valiant and was a creative director there like they were amazing at this stuff um, and, um, like all of, all of the way that they named things and presented things was like really, really exceptional. Um, like, like you can get there, uh, eventually you don't need to get there, uh, right away. Um, but they, they always talked about like doing things the valiant way, like, like the best, the best way, uh, possible. Um, so like, like you, you, you the name of your company and the name of, um, uh, your products, you want it to just. Like someone walking off the street, what do they think about it um, when they see that? How does that click for them? And that's going to eliminate most questions down the line on why do I need this? Why do I need that? Why do I need this? Um, so I don't know if that answered your question, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, and for those that um, for those that are interested in, in the book, uh, it is the 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing uh, by Al Rees and, Jake Trout, uh and I will put the link in the chat and we'll make sure it's in the show notes. Uh, yeah, and positioning to too and by the same authors. Out. And what was the other one?
1: Uh positioning by the same authors.
0: Positioning. Okay. Yeah.
1: It, it's a good so. read. It's like, you know, they're they're like uh like madmen type people like like um crazy uh Madison Avenue, like like uh like um, you know, from the show Mad Men, they're like those type of guys. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I, I I uh I don't drink enough uh, alcohol to be <laughs> to be like the guys on Mad Men, but yeah, I, I'm actually catching up on it. I, I'm probably the one person on the planet that hasn't seen it to oh, completion really? yet. <laughs>
1: yeah. Then you definitely need to read it. Because <laughs> um, all right, so let's keep going here. Um, another thing is like capturing demand, and I think this is what people think of when they think of demand gen or lead gen like they just think about this capturing part of it so you know you need to have a good website like we could do a whole webinar on that and and you know talking about the things you need Um, you need to be ready to respond to referrals so you need to have like a process for it Um, if you're putting a lot out there on social media you need to be ready to respond Uh, if you're doing ads like think of them as demand capture not demand gen ads so um, if like for example if you are Doing a lot in your community, Um, and then you know, business owners in your community get to know you. A demand capture ad would be you know, targeting businesses in your area where they actually do fill out that form or actually um, book a meeting with you or whatever your sales process is. But the key of that is they're not seeing, they're not hearing about your company for the first time when they're seeing this ad. Uh, the days of that are kind of over. Like it's, it's very, very difficult for that unless you're a heavily, heavily commoditized service, uh, which, you know, people may argue that, that <laughs> some parts of MSP are going that way. I don't think it is like, it's a very specialized professional service. It's not like, you know, like uh, renting a, uh, a, a bounce house or something like that, that, you know, like someone's spends five minutes of research if that uh to to pick who they're going to buy like your it cybersecurity vendor like they they want they want (laughs) they want to know about you before they you know sign a contract um yeah but at the
0: same time they want somebody that's done this a couple times like they have a process they're not making it up as they go along they just want it tailored to that client so there's there's a nice little line you kind of have to walk right where automation good personal service good balancing them hard right (laughs) like you know not to go all tarzan and jane on it but you know it's true though like and that that's half our, that's most of our jobs right we were talking on a previous call um you know and everything msp on their their uh bi-weekly call we were talking about inactivity timeouts uh, on desktops Uh, um and it was somebody brought up bringing it down to three minutes uh, versus like ten minutes or fifteen minutes, or like uh, I can see like uproar. I would be one of the ones uproaring if it was three minutes. Um, so, but you can weigh pros and cro- pros and cons, just like anything in cybersecurity. There is a you don't want the leash too tight, right? Because you don't want the rebels slipping through your fingers. And Star Wars, Star Wars, but like there is a balancing act. So, you know, and don't don't get upset if you don't get it right the first time, just like marketing.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, people um, people overestimate the demand capture p- part of it and how effective it's going to be um, versus the demand gen. Like, if somebody needs your services and you've built that reputation as the person to go to, they're going to figure out how to reach out to you. Like, you got to make sure if they fill out a form on your website, it actually goes to your email and somebody calls them. But, like you know, the position of that form and all of these things, like it, it, doesn't matter. And, you know, maybe I'll get, uh, 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 criticized for this by, you know, uh, uh web or SEO fanatics, but like it, 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 matters a little, it matters less. like people overvalue, you know, whether the button's blue or green, um, when they should be overvaluing what they're talking about and how much, um, value their uh, giving perspective customers. So I think you yeah. need to shift in that. And no, I, to- I,
0: I'm, I'm with you 100%. Uh, no question about that. Yeah.
1: Um, so then, you know, they, they, right? How to sell cyber in five bullet points.
0: <laughs> there you go. And done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've talked so, about this before. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. this, at the, the core of it, you have to, things to do. You need to convince someone that they have a cybersecurity problem and you have to convince them that you are the business that is going to solve their cybersecurity problem. So, you know, it's all, you got to make cybersecurity feel like a business problem, not like a technology problem that's out of reach. Um, So this is all done through discovery. This is asking about the business, asking about the information systems, um, you know, spending the time to ask them questions and really understand and come from a like concerned and helpful point of view. Um, and, and really not just jumping in, like, like if somebody calls you and says, Hey, I need, um, it and cybersecurity, uh, you know, how much is that going to cost me? Um, like, You're better off spending the time to say, well, hey, why do you need that? Uh, What systems do you need it for? What information are you trying to protect? How many users do you have? And it's a balance, as always. You want to keep your process simple, uh, and you want to be, you know, uh, uh, you 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 want to keep your prospect happy as well. Uh, but, but taking them on that journey and letting them, you know, like, okay, maybe I do have a lot of data out there. Uh, maybe I do, you know, maybe, maybe the security of our email and the standardization of things is, um, you know, important or whatever it is. And that's when you uh, talk about, you know, your services and you frame them in, Hey, listen, you know, you, you talk to me about you're concerned about, um, all of the uh, data of all of your customers flying around uh, via email and then stored in this server that you're not really sure how it works. Um, you know, we specialize in in helping you know businesses flush out their process, training users to protect the security of them, locking down your email security system and putting other pro- uh, protective measures in place. Like that's when you go into that cybersecurity focused business process focused conversation um, and, and, 95% of people don't do this and uh, they lose out on potential sales because of it. That's the secret.
0: <laughs> and real quick, I want to apologize to the people in the chat. I realized uh matt has been matt and i have been talking in the background so i apologize if i looked a little distracted um the chat is syncing between platforms it's just not coming up for us so to anybody making comments in the chat i uh i see glenn from mighty Manity, i see ronaldo or ronald um so i apologize um uh, anyone got a good it guy out there we could use one <laughs> but uh all right so keep it simple focus on business problems Please, for the love of God, don't talk technology. Uh, I mean, you know, if you could avoid acronyms, even better. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, and right on cue, Matt's in the chat. No acronyms. Yes, exactly. So, (laughs) all right. This sounds simple, right? Anybody could sell, anybody could do this. You even said, keep it simple. So, it's cake, right?
1: Yeah. You know, easy enough. No, it's extremely hard, but (laughs) it gets easier if you, uh, you know, build up a good reputation for yourself and you do good things in the community. Um, and then I think a lot of people like miss on this as well. A lot of people get interest and a lot of MSPs get interest and, and, um, you know, we, you know, myself included, um, uh, tend to be, be very optimistic, right? Like, like we're like, um, like I joke and say like everyone in um, um, everyone in the MSP world feels like they're, you know, like three days away, you know, three days away from becoming a millionaire or two months away from becoming a millionaire, no matter how big or small your business is. Um, and many people have, so, so it's not like out of reach, but uh, it feels like you're so close when you have these conversations, but a lot of people miss on actually closing. Um, and, you know, we could do a whole thing on, you know, medic sales methodology and Sandler and like, you know, how to close and everything. But I think like at its core, if you're an MSP, you should set goals for yourself, what you want to do for the year, what you want to do in sales, what you want to do in new business. This will help, you know, uh, you frame yourself because you'll say, Hey, you know, I need to reach my goal. I'm going to reach back out to these people and, you know, try to get these contracts finally signed. Um, you need to build rapport with your prospects. You need to be, you know, that trusted advisor, actually talk to them, um, you know, let them actually like you that way when you go and you say, Hey, you know, are we going to do this or not? Are you ready to sign up? Um, You have that um, 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 rapport with them. And then, you know, the last thing, these are, these are combined, right? Like creating urgency. So if someone is, is not ready to sign up for your cybersecurity services, they're not convinced that their cybersecurity problem is big enough to um, warrant you as a solution. So you need to go back, you need to redo discovery and need to dig back in. And this is like the hardest part. And I think like a lot of people miss on this and it, it sounds things like this, like, Oh, we're going to start in a couple months or, Oh, we're going to do this maybe next year. This is a 2024 thing or whatever. Like, if, if someone is pushing it that way, like they're not convinced that their problem, like at, at its core, they're not convinced that their problem is big enough that they need to actually work with you, which you know isn't true because you know that, you know, all these businesses are getting hacked all the time, cost of downtime, um, cost of, uh, you know, trade secrets getting out, uh, cost of hit on your brand if you get hacked. Uh, business slowdown how you could improve them how you but, could actually
0: But like, Jimmy mm-hmm. uh, my market is different I'm not a big enough target <laughs> I, no it's like you know it, it, you're absolutely right honestly this is my favorite part I love sales I love sales with a passion closing is my absolute favorite part I don't care how much you like sports crossing the finish line crossing home plate getting into the end zone that's the fun part everything else is just a lead up and One of the smartest people uh, in my circles um, when it comes to sales taught me a long time ago, you know, they talk to you, ask them up front, what are your concerns? What do you need to get this done? If we can get past this, are you ready to sign today? Are you ready to sign this week? Whatever, create the deadline. Uh, Same guy that told me he closes every single deal he's ever started. Uh, Some of them close because they they don't want the service and that goes into a drip campaign. And some of them closed because he closed the deal and made money, but everyone closes. He's never had a, he he didn't believe in the, they haven't made a decision, they've ghosted me, so I'm going to leave it open for the next 12 months kind of thing, right? So, and he was very strategic with his time when it came to that, and I I always appreciated that.
1: I mean, I'm pulling the presentation down. It was weird that I couldn't see you, so... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got you i got you no and we have the links uh for the people that want to see it um you know i want to take a few minutes uh because you are so giving of your time and you love talking about that you have a genuine passion for this stuff but you know let's talk about quick pass a little bit and what quick does i know this is not a sales thing i get that and that's not your style anyway even if i wanted to but we're on youtube it's recorded so the, give us the the quick spiel about quick pass what is it and how does it help msps
1: Sure. Yeah. Um yeah, QuickPass Cybersecurity, we are privileged access management tool uh made for MSPs. Um so we help MSPs secure the most privileged accounts, basically keys to the kingdom, the admin accounts for all of your customers. Um you know, say you have a customer, uh you have a 100 customers, they have 20 users each. Um all of those laptops have local admins, all of that. Um, You know, we help secure those. We can automatically rotate the passwords. We can help create documentation for them. Uh, And then we can also automate processes on your help desk, like uh, self-service password reset for your end users, syncing passwords between Office 365 and Active Directory, um, and uh, identity verification. So if somebody calls into your help desk, sending them a push notification or a code that they could read back to you to make sure they are who they say they are. Basically, at its core, we help MSPs uh, automate areas of their business that are um, not automated because it has to do with cybersecurity and it is complicated and hard to automate cybersecurity. <laughs> I think I lost your audio, Ray, or maybe mom. I'm on ah, or something. it's muted.
0: I'm always muted at least once. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. And the, and the chat goes wild. Um, which <laughs> uh, you no, know, and funny enough, I just got a pedal and I got a, a busy lamp that I'm going to put. So in front of me, I can see when I'm muted and not muted. Um, so, but yeah, I, I'll cover that on a technical deficit or something, but for those that want to reach out to Jimmy, uh, his contact information will be in the show notes below in the, sh- in the show description. Get quick passes right there on screen. His LinkedIn is right there on screen. Um, Jimmy, thanks so much, dude. I I appreciate you coming and sharing knowledge with us. Uh, The presentation's available for download. It'll be in the show notes as well. Uh, What do you got coming up next, dude? What are you doing?
1: Um, The next place that I personally am going to be at is uh, Exchange in March. Our team is going to be all over, though. We have fantastic forum events coming up um, all over the country. Uh, I think most notably uh, Texas and Southern California in the near future. Uh, we're going to be in Mexico, too, for NerdioKine. We're going to be at ASCII this month. And then you know I'll be back in action in uh first week of March at Exchange in Orlando. So a lot coming up from the QuickPass side.
0: And uh, in May, uh, QuickPass is a sponsor, an enthusiast sponsor of MSP GeekCon. Uh, so I will be there. Uh, are you going to be out there? Or is it going to be uh, Cynthia and others or what?
1: Time will tell. We'll see. I, I might make it out there for that one. Um, as of right now, I believe Cynthia and Scott are heading out, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I would like to get out there just, uh, you know, gotta, awesome. got to check, got to check in with the boss.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, thanks so much, Jimmy. I, I appreciate it. Uh, until next time, Simon, why don't we get the upcoming events? so We can tell everybody else what's, uh, what's going on this week. Uh, we have tomorrow, uh, we have the MSP week MSP dispatch week wrap-up presented by MSP Media Network. We have on the 16th Tech Bar Podcast, episode 52 with Cynthia Schreiner and Scott Davis, both of QuickPass, on January 20 or February 22nd uh, to the 24th in-person event, right of boom at Dallas, Texas. I will be there, uh, Simon and a few others from OIT. Uh, and then on March 2nd at 6:30 p.m., Tech Bar Podcast, episode 53 with our good friends. Uh, And actually, uh, Channel Influencer of the Year, I think that's what Channel Pro called him, uh, Paco LeBron and Rick Smith. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for joining us. I apologize for the technical issues. Uh, And at least I only was muted once, so (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, And I appreciate all the information you shared, Jimmy. Thank you so much, man.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All
0: right. Take care, everybody.
1: See ya.